morning from Sleepless in Dubai and another sunny day here. Um, I would like to introduce myself. I am Julie Mallon, the founder of Nurture to Sleep. Um, I have a background which is very much about wellness and health, but also very much evidence-based. And I am also the very proud mother of three adult daughters. And so, which for both Laura and myself, we do consider that our greatest achievement. Actually, we do. Um, we are now going live from the 25 Hours Hotel. And every time I say it, I do think about the fact around when babies are first born, and you may not know this, but when babies are first born, they actually arrive on a 25-hour cycle. So um, every time I think about the 25 Hours Hotel, I think of new babies being born and the poor parents that are really quite <laughs> disturbed by it. But there we are. Um, I'd like to introduce you this morning to my co-host, Laura. Yes, my name is Laura Buckwell. I'm an international event MC, a former news anchor and broadcast journalist, and most importantly, as you mentioned, a mother of two. And uh, we are very fortunate today to be sat down with the general manager of the 25 Hours Hotel, Mr. Mads Wolf. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, and welcome to 25 Hours. Yeah, and thanks for having us as well. Yeah, well, thank you. Pleasure. So tell us a little bit more about the concept of the 25-hour hotel. Just a, a brief description. We're in the center of Dubai, really, aren't we? Right next door to the Dubai World Trade Center. As you come in here, you know, it's very, very impressive. You've got a beautiful courtyard. You've got people working, lots of meetings going on. So tell us a bit more about that concept. So 25 hours, like you say, we are on a 25 hours rotation as well. Um, so the brand comes from Europe, from Germany originally. Um, and the whole brand ethos of 25 hours, it's about having that extra hour a day. And what would you do if you had one more hour to spend uh, every sleep. day? Sleep could be an idea. A lot of people of our guests also choose different ways of spending that hour, right? Um, so 25 hours Dubai is the first of its kind in the region. It's the first one out of Europe and it's the new uh, flagship uh, for 25 hours as well. Uh, it's a rather large hotel. We have 434 rooms, um, so it's quite a, quite a size of a hotel. We have more than six F&B outlets. Um, we are conti continuously developing and doing new things, opening new things. Um, when you come into 25 hours, the first thing you see is the massive lobby. You see the co-working space. You see all of these different people interacting. And it's not just people who stays here, it's people from outside who actually comes to sit and work from the lobby. Of, I have actually known that. Hours. And I've actually done that myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say people just feel, and, and this is what 25 hours is supposed to, it's supposed to feel like home away from home. And I think that's why people feel so comfortable here. Yeah. And interestingly, apart from, you know, all these vibrant colors, but I think you've got a really nice balance of vibrant colors and then muted colors, which again, Everything is related to sleep. You know, we need that balance of both. So what do you consider the challenges of, of the hotel, um, you know, with such a diverse population that you're dealing with? On, on a daily basis, what would you say the challenges were? Well, so like the two main reasons people come for a hotel are the first reason that is to sleep. Right, like that is, it will always be the main reason that any guest who comes to the hotel at any time needs to sleep. Um, and there is a few basic things that always needs to be in order, and that is that you can have a proper breakfast and you can have a proper sleep. Uh, and how to get a proper sleep, the, the basics of it is a good bed, it's a good pillow, it's a good debate, 
and that the room can be dark. As you say, like we have people coming overnight, they come early in the morning, some, some people need to sleep during the day, so that you can, uh, that you have completely blackout curtain is super important in a hotel room uh, to achieve that, that you can sleep no matter the time. Um, so I think those things are the basic and really needs to be in order where in any hotel around the world, it doesn't matter if you're in Dubai or if you're in Europe. And uh, this is the basic of a, of a good sleep. Then, of course, with 434 rooms, you have people who is partying, who is being noisy, who likes to hear loud music. And that sometimes can, of course, interact with other guests who maybe want to sleep next door. So you will always face some kind of challenge like that in a property with, with this size here. And, of course, we are, we are catering to all kinds of people. It can be families, uh, it's young people, it's travelers. Uh, it's really for everybody. So just to elaborate a little bit in terms of the two basic needs for why people come to the hotel and two basic needs for sleep, um, inadvertently, these are the two factors that are really gathering momentum when, it, when we look at what is very current and is known as sleep tourism. Now, you've actually been doing this unknowingly, or, or maybe you do know, but if we're looking at the, the meal, the good breakfast, the good breakfast... All of those ingredients, when they are good ingredients, all of those ingredients enable the body to work at its most efficient. And I was reading some statistics uh, a couple of days ago. In the UK, for example, 55% um, of people's diet is ultra-processed food. If we look at our children, the same, a huge amount of uh, children are eating a very poor diet. And so again, it comes back to the beginning of the day and you're having good food. And I know the ingredients here are really, really well sourced and as local as you can be. So that, that in itself is really important for good sleep. Um, the second thing he was talking about, dark, darkness. Now we know that that really important sleep hormone, melatonin, it is only produced in the dark. And if there is any light coming in, then the melatonin isn't allowed to be produced. And that's how we have that really good sleep in that darkness that you are providing. And then there was another element, which I know, again, with the hotel, it's about temperature of the room. That in itself is really important to a good night's sleep. And generally in a hotel, the AC is absolutely incredible. So these are all things that your hotel is providing to its optimum level. It generally is. Because you see all these different trends within hospitality. You've had revenge tourism post-COVID, sleep tourism, which I've never heard of, actually, which is yeah. super interesting. So what do you have in terms of support to your your clients and customers and all the different travelers, especially when it comes to sort of health and well-being? Well, I think in, in general, like there's so much more can be done into uh, tourism, like sleep tourism, right? Yeah. Um, but we are doing a lot of things, but maybe we're not conscious about that it's specific for that reason. But for example, we have, we have a mason gym, uh, gym up on the sixth floor. Um, we have uh, sauna, steam room, salt room. We have uh, therapists as well, so proper spa treatments. We have an outdoor sauna as well. We are offering ice bath uh, as well as a treatment. We also have like vitamins, eye drip uh, and stuff like this here. So there's a, a long range of items that we actually offer to our guests who come and stay with us which is all something that affects uh, the sleep at night. Uh, if you have a proper breakfast, you have a proper workout, uh, ice bath is amazing, a sauna treatment, and, and then 
basically you are ready to go to sleep, right? So what do you suggest in terms of uh, before going to sleep, uh, a sauna or an ice bath or maybe both? Uh, both. Really? But even, even apart from that, you know, we talk about the three main pillars of health and they are nutrition, sleep and exercise. And, you know, the exercise is very much because when we are exercising, it's sending signals to the brain to repair in preparation for sleep. So with your exercise, that's why it's so fundamental for our sleep, because the body then goes into repair throughout the night, and therefore we have that much deeper sleep. And the other thing, you know, we talk about why sleep is so important, and we still don't really know. We still don't really know. But certainly in terms of um, repair and restore, it really is fundamental. So, you know, going back to your question about what would you prefer... Definitely both of them because we're hitting both needs. Well, we found out earlier that you're actually a very keen runner and your sleep patterns and your health and lifestyle and everything's changed quite a lot. So maybe tell us a bit more about that. Definitely. Like, so I'm, I've been running and doing exercise and all kind of uh, sports the, the most of my life. Um, and it came during COVID. I, I'm, I'm a keen marathon runner and done a few ultra runs, which is then marathon and above uh, marathon distance. Uh, but then uh, as soon as COVID hit, I decided to get a, uh, a professional trainer for my running and see if I could, you know, further improve. And one of the first things uh, that we looked on was diet and sleep. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, because for any, like, it no, it's not even worth going out training if you haven't slept properly or if you will not sleep properly. Then there's no reason to take the next, uh, to take the next uh, exercise, actually. Uh, so that was one of the first things that we kind of fixed and looked at, and that really opened my eyes for how important it is uh, is to sleep. I've always always known that I can work and I have a good endurance, but uh, as soon as the sleep's cut off, then then you start lacking, right? Uh, so this was a very interesting find, and um, yeah, I had a really good time to be honest. Uh, you know, going into like a professional training ship and. Uh, having proper sleep patterns and stuff like that, they, you can really see improvement on your health and, and your recovery especially. I think that's where it comes in a lot. Yeah, and we talk about, you know, those three pillars of health, but actually if we're not sleeping enough, like your personal trainer was telling you, there's no point in doing your exercise because what we're making, what what we're encouraging to happen is um, have injury. Exactly. So the better we sleep, the less likely we have injury because the body then goes into... Um, it's restore and repair. So that's really important. But also something that I was, um, and it was around learning about Manchester United because um, I am a big, well, was a big Manchester United fan. Um, <laughs> but looking at how sleep um, led them to win the treble. Is that what they, is that what they that's said? That's what it was. No, no, it's not. And it's really, it's, it's a fact. And it goes very much back to the... Um, the importance of sleep and exercise. And um, what they discovered during their research around that time was that on a first night that you stay in a hotel, you can lose up to 40% of the body's ability to repair and restore. Now, one of the main reasons for that is because the, ba the brain doesn't recognize the environment and it goes to fight, fright and flight. So it doesn't get into that deep, deep sleep. But I think if you know that with your traveling and again, here at 25 hours where you have all these wonderful amenities such as your exercise such as the um the blackouts and the temperature control and try and get a little bit more sleep before you go then we can actually 
reduce that impact. At Mirabelle, passion fuels global connections. For more than 30 years, our international team has launched campaigns across continents through targeted marketing strategies, captivating promotions, and innovative media solutions tailored to brands ranging from fashion to travel and tourism to health and well-being, and so much more. Let our cross-cultural experience engage your audiences. Discover the Mirabelle difference at mirabelle.co.uk. And it's probably related to how comfortable you feel as well, right? If you're in a new environment where you, for some reason, don't feel comfortable, like maybe it's just too new or it's too flashy or Mm. whatever makes you feel home, right? And so so that journey already starts when you arrive to the hotel. If if you actually feel comfortable, if you feel safe, if you feel like, ah, this is a good place to be, that all will impact how the end of the night is going to be for you and if you will sleep well, I guess. Yeah, it's all about having, feeling safe because I, I did a trip to Lisbon the other week and I came back and I think it was two days later and I was literally knocked out. So it's almost like I was running on adrenaline. Amazing hotel, beautiful. But um, I think it was that safety aspect, so then getting home and then just completely relaxing. I think I slept like nine hours. I was exhausted. Yeah. But that's a really good, heavy restorative sleep mm. so I'm very happy to hear that I, say, I think you can even do a test on it even in your own home if you lock the door when you go to sleep or if you don't lock the door if you leave the door unlocked I'm sure your sleep will not be very well because unconscious you have to yeah. you think, keep thinking about this and what if somebody grabs this door right your sleep will not be well so it doesn't take a lot to get us out of that sleep pattern yeah and we were talking yesterday about how or our last podcast we were talking about how you know, we're in the world that we're living now, we are much more on because of modern day living. So instead of having a really nice balance of being in our relaxed state, rest and, you know, rest and uh, relax, and then that anxious state, the balance is completely, you know, out now because of the influence of the screen time and just everyday stress is here more than ever before. So, you know, we're going to bed in a stressed state more than others. And you know, like your cortisol, that would have been a, a huge factor for you sleeping as well. So how do you make your your the travellers and your customers and everyone that stays here feel safe? Well, I think, like I said before, I think it's really about when they come to the door of 25 hours. That's already when, when it starts the guest journey. Like, how are you greeted? How are you checked in? Who are the people you meet on your way? Uh, how do they greet you? How do they talk to you? You know, how is your room looking? Is the, uh, even the cleanness of the room? It's gonna, it's gonna make a difference. Uh, if you check in and you feel like this room haven't been cleaned, you you start thinking, oh, what else is wrong? And so it's really about that holistic guest journey from your checking into your hotel. Are you in good hands? Like that's the base of it, I think. Like, yeah. Are you really in good hands? What is the touch point? Who is the people around you? You feel safe, you feel good, you feel like this uh, environment you want to be in. And all of that then affects when you pull the curtains, now it's dark and you can go to sleep. And that really does align with nurture's philosophy as well. I mean, the word itself, to nurture. And, you know, if a hotel can encompass that a guest does feel nurtured, there is that element of safety. And once we feel safe, then we are able to be our best selves as well. So this is really positive. So, also, we learned that you are Danish. I am, yes. So, what happens in Denmark when it stays incredibly light during the summer? How do, how do you manage that? 
Well, I guess it's the curtain thing as well. It's so long ago since I lived in Denmark, so it's a bit difficult for me to remember. But but it's true, like it's it's so light. Like you have these summer evenings where it just doesn't get dark. Like you're at midnight and it's still bright outside, and then five o'clock in the morning it's bright as well, right? So it's just yeah. it's a very different environment. I lived a long time now in Asia and uh, in Middle East as well, where you're used to six, seven o'clock. It's just dark outside. So I guess there's both pro and cons in it. In the beginning, when I came out, right, you're saying, wow, it gets dark so early. The, the day is finished by six o'clock. It's, you are used to having more hours to complete things. In, right? Yeah, no, I found that difficult to adjust to when I, when I first got here as well. But each time I take my kids back to the UK, literally, we were talking about this yesterday as well, and it's trying to, you know, black out the curtains because they're literally up at, you know, 5 a.m., silly o'clock, and then up until, you know, 10 o'clock, unless it's all sort of blacked out. But just going back to, you know, the lighting in Denmark and I mean, light is so critical for sleep and it's, it has a direct impact on our, what we call our circadian rhythm. Now, what that means is the release of melatonin in the evening. Now, in the last seven to 10 years, and most of the medical field, because it is so new, the technology, but um, in, in Denmark and other countries where light is an issue, sunlight and darkness, they've uh, created these red boxes. So people will have low melatonin and it's not because of, you know, anything to do with the release of the melatonin. It's very much linked to the light. But um, these boxes now, when you have so many hours per day, just uh, daily, you're going to boost your melatonin and that's actually going to help you sleep better too. But this is really new technology, which I know that in Denmark, there's a really high new uh, use of these this technology really fascinating yeah. so talking about your stuff how do you foster a vibrant and inclusive um, attitude with your staff in terms of their care and how they care for the staff as well for the guests as well um so this is very important to me um, and it's it's something that is maybe still a bit new in the region, you know, really to start focus on life quality and uh, of your team members as well, because like we all know that if you have happy team members, you know, in the end, you're going to have happy guests because they're the one taking care of them. It's not me who take care of our guests. It's our 350 staff members who is actually doing that. Um, so one of the things that was very important for me um, from the beginning here, it was that we could offer our team members uh, living accommodation but very nearby the hotel. So today, our team members, they have accommodation just 200 meters away, so they can actually walk to work every day, which is making a difference. And also, they're not in accommodation, like there is maybe 20 or 40 minutes with a bus ride from there. Yeah. They're actually living next door. It's easy for them on the off days to go to um, to a mall, go out, or just living a completely normal life like you do anywhere else, right? So this was uh, this was uh, always from the beginning quite important for me to as the first step to offer a proper accommodation nearby work uh, something that actually increases the life quality of our team members. That's fun. That's really fantastic. And also the hospitality industry is brutal. And you know it's late nights. It's really really hard work. So any sort of small initiatives or you know big initiatives like like that is is really brilliant. Um, yeah, exactly. And like you say, hospitality. It's not. It's 24 hours a day, right? Um, <laughs> so, so it's really intense work and whatever you can do to, to make it easier and to take care of staff and always make sure that they 
they have the opportunity to come and voice their opinion or if if there's anything they want to talk about. So it's it's something very important, very near to me, uh, to really be close with the with the whole staff around the hotel and know how they feel, how are they today, what's going on in in their daily, how can we improve anything from our side as a business, right? So a personal question: What do you equate to the perfect night's sleep? Mm-hmm. Well, over the past, like both of you are mothers of two, so I'm fathers of two. Uh, which came uh, very recently, so they're just three and a half months now. Ooh. So that means that uh, my sleep in the f- last few months have been up and down, let's say that. It's sometimes interrupted. Cool. Um, so a perfect night of sleep, I guess, would be just to sleep for seven hours in st- straight ahead. Uh, but again, this is another beautiful thing of the world. So, But on a really positive note, with your babies being 12 and a half weeks, 12 weeks is when the melatonin comes in for the very first time. So babies are born without any melatonin. And what this means, which is a real positive, is that they are now organizing their day and night. So this is really, you're moving forward. Amazing. Those those first few months are so tough though, so I I feel your pain. It's, It's really interesting. Throughout the whole of this interview, for me, what I hear from you repeatedly is about providing a safe space. Safe space, whether it is for your guests, or a safe space, whether it's for your employees. And and that has to be really celebrated, like you say, within the hospitality industry. And even that small area or element, which is not small at all about providing an opportunity for, for them to walk to work. We all know the beauty of that. We all miss that, being able to walk to work here in Dubai. So even something like that is huge. So um, I really want to congratulate you and the 25 hours and just to remind everyone, remember sleep is so important. There is nothing more important than sleep other than breathing. So reset, recharge, and you will conquer whatever it is you want to conquer.